Hello, this is Carrie. And as I promised, I have the second part of my interview with a very smart, happily married couple giving their advice on money management, the Blumbergs. The first episode was Ken Blumberg giving his thoughts and advice. And today's episode, we will have the better half of the couple, Tara Blumberg, giving her money management tips. What is really cool is they did not discuss their answers with each other, so we'll be able to see how consistent and complementary to each other they are. Welcome, Tara. Glad to have you. Glad you had time to talk to me today. Thanks, Carrie. Happy to be here. Oh, great. So, so while Ken is retired at a young age, Tara, you continue to work. And from what I understand, I go ahead. I do. <laughs> yeah. And, and from what I understand, you love your job. I do. I That's do great. love my job. That's Thanks. great. Tara started her career as an attorney in private practice for 12 years. For the last 20 years, she's been a labor relations specialist with the New York State United Teachers, currently representing faculty and staff at two state university campuses with approximately 4,200 members. That's quite a job, Tara. It is definitely a full-time job, especially during COVID. Oh, I bet. And, and the good thing is, I'm not going to ask you anything about your job today. Okay. The first thing I want to ask you, I want to, I want to basically ask you about money management. As you know, um, I know you and Ken have tried not to talk to each other since his interview. Um, the first thing I want to ask is what are the two or three things you've learned through experience that can help others regarding money management? Well, Carrie, I, w- I have talked to my husband, just to be clear, but I haven't talked to him about this particular topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, considering your anniversary was last week. <laughs> right. Um, my top tips. Uh, we have lived under the um, approach that you should always try to reduce your debt as much as possible. So we have tried to never spend on our credit cards um, unless we could pay off our debt at the end of the month on each credit card. So we've actually used our credit card as free money for a month, knowing we could pay it off and get the benefits of the credit card. So we've managed to amass miles that we then can use to travel and pay for our hotels and flights. So it's sort of been a win-win for us. Yeah, that's Uh, great. We have um, always tried to live below our means. Uh, We read a book a long time ago called The Millionaire Next Door, which taught us that just because you have the money doesn't mean you should spend the money. And I think that's actually been one of the best uh, approaches to money management, the one I could recommend the most. Obviously, people at the beginning of their career cannot afford to live that way. You know, you're paying off student debt these days and other debt. But as soon as you can afford to live within your means uh, and not have any debt, that is definitely the number one thing I would tell people. And my biggest money management tip for people is to never spend your raise. So as soon as you can live within your salary means, it means that the next raise that you get, you don't really need because you've been living without it. And to the extent you can bank every raise will allow you ultimately to be able to retire when you want to, instead of having to work much longer than you actually need to. That, that is a great, everything you said, it's very interesting. It's actually when I do my presentations um, across the country, those are the couple things that I say right away. And it disappoints me that you refer to another book besides mine, given that, <laughs> given that mine expresses it much more clearly. 
<laughs> that was a long time ago. It was before long, your book came out. A long time ago. I wish you had read my book. It might have helped you get even even, even much better in your money management approach. <laughs> You're assuming I haven't read your book. I've read both your books. Oh, very good. I'm, I'm very happy. Source for people. Um, I'm very happy. But you, you did say something that was awesome is, you know, people don't realize the easiest thing is just use when you use a credit card, it's fine. But you know what? Just pay it off every month and you get the benefits versus a credit card company getting it. And then if you always live below your means, no one can ever bother you. And it's interesting because you are consistent with your husband, Ken, because Ken said the same thing about debt, you know, and and we talked about it. It's such a great feeling not having not having to worry about, you know what? what am I going to do this month or next month or next year? Because you know, you're ahead of the game. Right. That's great. Right. What, what, um, what is the smartest thing? If you, if, if I guess you've mentioned a couple of things that you think are great, but what's the smartest thing you think you've done when it comes to money management? Definitely banking our raises. I mean, we um, always saved as much money as we possibly could. So even though, there's a balance and you want to be able to live and enjoy what you can. Uh, I think that saving a raise is, is a way to be able to save money. Like I said, as soon as you can live off the money that you're making, any extra money that comes in that you're able to save just allows you to grow. And, and we always put whatever money we could aside and then we're shocked at how much we were able to save without really feeling it. That's huge. And I, I used to tell people who worked for me because we would they would get they would get bonuses and then they get a bonus and say go out for dinner do something nice do something fun but don't go out and buy a boat because <laughs> I had right. people who would say hey I just got this this big bonus or this big raise hey I can afford the down payment now to get the boat I want I'm like no 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 don't do that you're gonna end up in a big big problem I'm sure you've seen people like that too Tara. Right. Um, that's the problem is the debt that people incur as a result of trying to spend too much money. Uh, and again, I think there is a, an important balance. And, and I have certainly lived a very good life and I've done tons of traveling with the money that we've been able to make. But at the same time, as I said, we've always, every time we got a raise, we increase the amount of automatic savings. So that's the other piece of it. I think that's good for people to know is it's very hard to, to write yourself a check, but if you set it up that it automatically comes out of your account or your paycheck every month and goes to a, um, a credit union account or what, however you save your money, if it comes out automatically, you don't see it. You don't think about it. It's, easier to stop yourself from sending yourself the money and spending it. It just set up an automatic deduct and increase that deduct every time you have the ability because you have more money coming in. Awesome advice. Now on the flip side, and some people, actually everyone's been pretty honest with this question. Um, I've been surprised at some of the things I've learned about people that I know. What's the biggest financial mistake you've ever made? You know, I've been thinking about it, uh, trying to think up, what, because you said you didn't want investment uh, mistakes that we've made. It could be an investment. Do whatever you want. Your husband I mean, came up with a couple of good ones. <laughs> well, ones. so really? <laughs> he, didn't want uh, you to, he didn't want you to know about, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we have not talked about. <laughs> when I think about the mistakes that we've made that have cost us money, I would say it's investing without enough education in the market. So when we try to invest on our own, as opposed to hiring an expert to help us with that, we, we did take some big hits. 
because we just, we didn't have the skill set. You know, I'm very good at what I do in my job. I don't know anything about the market. So why would I try and do that without either taking the time to be educated or paying a little bit to pay someone to help educate me and invest the money? So I think that is a, a lesson that we learned over time. Yeah, we also great. we also bought some property on a on a whim thinking that oh this would be a great investment and we could build a house there when realistically we were never going to build a house on that property if we had really thought about it and and took a big hit when we decided that we weren't going to build a, build anything on that property and had to sell it so i again it's it's about not taking that you know buying that boat for us it was buying that land without mm. really thinking about it mm. in a way that we otherwise normally would have yep. so yeah well that that's consistent that's actually the two things you said are consistent with what your husband ken said except there's one more that i'll let you listen to his his interview at a later point and see if you uh see if he told you about that one. Oh, he <laughs> did fall he did fall in love with his stock and buy company stock without talking to me about it oh there you go you got the third they're very good you guys obviously <laughs> obviously know each other well so <laughs> yes that was bad so you should never ever fall in love with your company stock and invest in your 401k in your company stock at the expense of other things i think that's a global statement that applies yeah. to anyone and most people are told that don't you know don't fall in love with your company stock and and invest in it and he definitely did that at a huge cost luckily not to our marriage although i don't think we talked to each other for three days <laughs> you, you know what's interesting though as you say that um i'm not very, I, I try not to give too much investment advice because i try to tell people look i i can help you manage your money i'm not necessarily an investment counselor but i will tell you it's not just your own company stock. It's really any company stock. I've see, heard too many horror stories of people investing in one, two, or three, or four stocks and it going up, 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 and they never sold. And then it went down, 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 down. The, the best approach is to make sure you diversify. And I'm sure any investment counselor will tell you that. So I'm not, you know, that's not my forte, um, certainly, but I think uh, that that's good advice that you gave. And, and I will say this as, as we sort of close out a bit. Um, you, you've once again shown why you are the current breadwinner in the Blumberg household. Um, <laughs> Ken had very good advice and I really appreciated it. You, you did, I think you gave much the same advice, but I, your communication style is even more effective than your husband. So um, I'm oh. sure it was a bit of a contest going and, and I would say a slight, slight win for, for, for Tara over Ken. But, wow. But we'll thank see what, you. We'll see what our listeners think. Okay. Um, importantly, though, your frank advice will definitely help today's listeners. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. And this is Carrie Siegel reminding you to before it takes control of you. <laughs>